This is the Life Truth Network. Quest for our Truth, Episode 436. <laughs> Health Sleep Podcast Network. HPN, in conjunction with Protectors of the Book, presents Quest for Truth. Now located at life-truth.com. Seeking the truth about God, faith, and the Bible. Life Truth, comparing worldviews in a casual setting. Digging deep into the Bible and its challenges. Here are your podcast host deputies, Keith Heltsley and Nathan Caldwell. Hey, everybody, that is correct. This is your host, Keith, and it is time for a Quest for Truth. Yeah, I've been doing a solo episode again. I probably could have uh, slipped the idea to Nathan Caldwell to contribute, but I forgot. We, I'll take the blame on that one, because I'm sure he probably has some interesting things to say about our topic today. Shouldn't be a super long one, um, but it is an important one. It's all about spiritual warfare, and it's just sticking a tippy toe in the waters to test things out. There's a lot, lot more that can be said about the topic. Uh, but I will be preaching to the choir, as it were, because this really is a message to those who are currently believers and are struggling with. Uh, various types of spiritual warfares and temptations and other worldly things and uh, th- th- this is a topic that runs a, hu- a huge uh, spectrum of attacks that spiritual warfare can manifest itself in and uh, with that said um, I don't have an awful lot more I'll say some more when we get to the end of our my pre-recorded content coming up here shortly Oh, one thing is there is a couple spots where my microphone crackled out a tiny bit, and I think a verse reference or two that I've mentioned got munched. Uh, I'll have those in my show notes for those who are interested in the full list of verses I'm referring to. I'll just list the verse references, not spelling out the complete scripture itself, but I will be reading from the New American Standard Bible today. But hey, let's take a a moment to listen to a few of the great words from the folks there at the Christian Podcast Community.com. You'll hear a bunch of great uh, podcasters with messages, and a few of them will sound like these. I speak to parents all the time who come up to me and they see what's happening, but they don't know what to do. And I just want to stand up and say, you can do this. Here is a solution. This is Yvette Hampton, host of the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Join us each week for a new episode as we offer encouragement and resources on biblical discipleship from popular speakers and authors, as well as parents just like you and me. Find out more at schoolhouserocked.com or listen anywhere you find your favorite podcast. The Christian Podcast Community. Our community is a cohesive group of like-minded Christian producers who podcast on areas of expertise and passion. The Christian Podcast Community is a cohesive group of like-minded podcasters proclaiming the truth of Christ with expertise and passion in the areas of theology, church history, 
Christian living, evangelism, apologetic, parenting, homeschooling, sermons, and much, much more. So, check us out at ChristianPodcastCommunity.com. One stop for all your favorite Christian podcasts. ChristianPodcastCommunity.com. I'm Daryl, and I'm here with my wife, Karen. What's up? And we're the hosts of the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast. The podcast that seeks to answer the question that we all ask, what are we even doing here? We cover topics such as marriage, family, life, and living a Christian life in this crazy world. We don't have all the answers, but we know where to look. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud as we seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. Just a little bit on spiritual warfare. There is much that can be said, and if I wanted to uh, present a nice, comfy, sliced and diced uh, sermonette or devotional, uh, I would do it a different way. But I wanted to really dig in to this because spiritual warfare is maybe a bigger part of people's lives than what you might think, and. Uh, using uh, my recently obtained Nelson Bible Dictionary and the entries found there, and I, I did compare it to Naves. Naves actually has a lot more to cross-reference, uh, and, and Nelson kind of puts it out there a little better. But, of course, it's almost too easy for me, <laughs> and I just couldn't help digging in a little bit further. So I did... Uh, cross-reference things to see. Uh, but um, as uh, dictionaries do, whether it be Nelson's or Naves, they generally put things in the topical sequence. And the first thing here that, that is mentioned is um, enemies combated. Think of spiritual warfare. What enemies do we have to face? What enemies do we combat? And it refers to uh, world, world enemies. Now, wait a minute. We're talking spiritual warfare, right? So why are we talking about world? The world is a tangible place. It's our planet. It's the, the atmosphere we live in. Uh, it can be, you know, the, the physical globe. It can be culture and society type world, you know, the cosmopolitan type of life. Uh, but it starts out with James 4, uh, verses 1 through 4. What is the source of quarrels and conflicts among you? Is not the source your pleasures that wage war in your members? Two, you lust and do not have, so you commit murder. You are envious and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. Three, you ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. For you adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility towards God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. 
Okay, let's look, let's, let's tear into this verse 1 here. What is the source of quarrels and conflicts among you? Is that the source of pleasures that wage war in your members? Um, now, we can back up just a little bit the verses that precede this in chapter 3. Uh, this, I think 18 is, uh, is the last, uh, is the verse that precedes this. Uh, well, let's go back up to uh, chapter 3, verse 14, and pick up with this. What is this talking about? Um, the, uh, uh, what is the source? I think it says whence in King James, whence the source. Uh, whence just means from where. Uh, anyway, so what is the source? Uh, if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and so lie against the truth. Uh, this wisdom is not that which comes down from above, but is earthly, natural, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruit, unwavering, without hypocrisy. And finally, 18, and the seed whose fruit is righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Now, you notice something? We're talking about spiritual warfare. What, we're talking about world. It says if you have bitter jealousy, selfish ambition, arrogance, uh, you're, you're lying against truth if you have those characteristics in your heart. It goes on to say, uh, it compares wisdom from above compared to earthly wisdom, which is natural and demonic. Wow. And remember, you know, this uh, Satan is the rule of this world, the Bible claims in places. Uh, it says where jealousy, self-ambition exists, there is disorder. Every evil, I've said it before, often you hear people in our country, our strength is our diversity. It is not. Strength is not diversity. Get that out of your head. Don't want me to take a two by four against you. <laughs> Just kidding. Diversity is not strength. Diversity is chaos. Uh, so where jealousy, selfish ambition, there is disorder, that means chaos and evil, uh, if you have uh, disorganization. But the wisdom from above is pure. And it goes on to say uh, peaceful, uh, full of good fruits, no wavering, and so forth. Anyway, but you can see how the wisdom from above uh, is at odds with the world. So there we go. There is spiritual conflict right there, spiritual warfare is if we are of a mind from above, meaning, you know, a godly mindset, we we will have, and there will be a spiritual warfare just by the fact we are living in this world. From the day you're born to the day you're, you're dead, um, there's conflict. It goes on, uh, James 1.14, uh, but each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own Less. Ah, well, there's some more about worldly conflict, worldly war, spiritual warfare in the world. Is who are we fighting against? Each one is tempted, carried away, enticed 
by, not the devil, not the demons, the devil didn't make you do it, by your own lust. So spiritual warfare starts there. Spiritual warfare starts with the guy looking back at you in the mirror. Uh, it goes all the way back to Genesis 4, um, verse 5. Uh, Cain and his offering, he had no regard, he meaning God, and Cain became very angry. His countenance fell. The Lord said to Cain, why are you angry and why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will not your countenance be lifted up? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door and its desire is for you, but you must master it. Eight. Uh, verse 8, uh, Cain told Abel his brother, and it came about when they were in the field, that Cain was up against Abel his brother and killed him. Now, even when you have God himself <laughs> warning you there's spiritual conflict happening here, yeah, I, I may have rejected your offering, but if you do well, will not your countenance rise? I'm kind of paraphrasing that a little bit. Um, but the will not your countenance be lifted up? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. Sin's desire is for you. But you must master it. People say, I'm the master of my own universe. Well, if that were true, and I would like to think it is, then you should be master over that sin that's crouching out there by your door, waiting to pounce on you and attack you. And just like Cain... <laughs> Told Abel his brother. But uh, in other words, Cain called to Abel and he rose up and he killed him. So Cain didn't do too well, even in the face of having God himself directly saying, you know, master sin that's crouching at the door. Uh, let's move on. Jeremiah 17 9. The heart is more deceitful from all else as desperately sick. Who can understand it? Spiritual warfare. Uh, spiritual warfare in the world, real world stuff, deceitful heart, desperately sick. Who can understand the human heart? Uh, people can't. Uh, God does. He made us that way, and this is why he gave us Christ. Uh, Matthew 15, uh, 19. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, slanders, a lot of stuff comes from the human heart. Follow your heart, people say. We should be warring against our own heart. We should be warring, uh, conducting warfare against our own heart. Don't follow your heart, because this is what happens. Uh, out of the heart is evil thoughts, murders, and so forth. Uh, Mark seven twenty one. 21. Um, For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts. Again, uh, fornication, stuffs, murders, adulteries, uh, deeds of coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. I kind of condensed that just a little bit, keying in on the key words there. Uh, all these evil things proceed from within and defile the human man. Evil things proceed from within and defile the man. Well, John eight forty four. You are of your father the devil, and you want to do the desires of the de of your father the devil. He has been a murderer from the beginning, 
and does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks his own nature, for he is a liar and a father of lies. How easy is it to lie? I mean, uh, I suppose uh, we do it all the time. I know I have, maybe you have a bad habit of that, but I would never lie. No. See there? <laughs> it, it happens more often than we want to admit. But we do that. Why? Because we want to do the desire. We want to do the desires of Satan, who was a murderer from the beginning. It's so easy to want to do those things. There's spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare in the world, right there. Romans 8, 7. Because the mind is set on the flesh, is hostile towards God. It does not subject itself to the law of God. It is not even able to do so. Wow. The mind is set on the flesh, is hostile. It doesn't subject itself to the law. It's not even able to do so. If you were left to your own devices, if you were left to your own, follow your own heart. Diversity is our strength. If you were left to follow those easy things to desire, uh, what does that say about us? We cannot do anything else. We can't even follow the law of God, but on our own, we cannot. We would not ever follow the law of God. First uh, Timothy six. Uh, he is uh, starting at verse four. Uh, he is conceited and understands nothing. But he has a morbid uh, interest in uh, disputes against words, out of which arise uh, envy, strife, abusive language, evil suspicions, uh, constant friction between men, depraved mind. Uh, suppose that godliness is a means of gain. But godliness actually is a means of great gain when accompanied by contentment. Uh, for we have brought nothing into the world, so we cannot take anything out of it either. Uh, if we have food and covering with these, we should be content. But those who want to get rich fall into temptation and the snare and many foolish and harmful desires which plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil. And so by... Um, Where's, let me read that again. i got to find my spot. Root of all evil. And some by longing for it have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. So there's a, a batch of spiritual warfare and worldly things. Um, we have brought nothing into the world. You know, we were born naked and wet, and we were going to leave the same way as, as the humorous. So we, we came in with nothing. We weren't, didn't even have clothes on when you came into this world, and you really can't take that out. I mean, whenever uh, life comes to an end, you don't take anything. You can be buried in a box. You can have put clothes on to be planted into the ground. But when you actually, your soul actually departs, you have exactly you came into the world with. Uh, and I like what it says here about uh, that uh, godliness is a means of gain. Now, if you have 
have bad motives, you may assume, hey, this guy, what's it called? Uh, he's a superstar preacher, a famous guy. He's a televangelist on TV. You know, he's doing really good. He makes thousands of bucks just by getting up and talking. That's a means of great wealth. But actually, it is great gain when it's accompanied by contentment. Be content with what you have. Not all preachers are famous or rich or fly around on a Learjet, so I guarantee you that. Most of them don't. But you have to be content. Be content with the flock where God gave it to you. Be content with your uh, your lot in life. If you can be content with what you have and don't worry about what you don't have, well, right there, that's a, 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 not a uh, but that's a, a feather in your cap. That's the way to put it. Uh, because if you can manage that, then you're, you've just won a spiritual battle against the world that's so easy to be tempted and polluted by uh, well, money. And it's not money. It's the love of money. And it's the love of money that is the root of evil. Money is not evil. Loving money is maybe not necessarily evil, but it's the root of evil. Uh, let's go on and see Titus 3, 3. For we also were once foolish ourselves, disobedient, deceived, enslaved to various lusts and pleasures, spending our lives in malice and anger, hateful, hating one another. Have you ever been that way? I know some people have an anger manager problem. Uh, I'm sure in my younger days, I would be following that group. I've kind of gotten over that. <laughs> I've worked through that. Uh, but sometimes anger could be a useful tool, but it's also a difficult tool to manage. And uh, it, there is that. And some people never do. Uh, but we can also continue First Peter 1, 14. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lusts which were in your ignorance. I guess I said that, right? But don't be conformed to the ways where you used to be in your ignorance. First um, Peter 2, 11, uh, I urge you as aliens and strangers to abstain from fleshly lusts which rage war against the soul. Spiritual warfare in the world uh, are natural lusts and desires. Uh, the following that heart uh, you know, in this case, Peter urges his followers to resist that. This is Peter 4, verses 2 and 3. I'm sorry. Uh, let's just go back and read one, verse 1 there. Uh, Therefore, since Christ has suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same purpose, because he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. Now, verse 2, so as to live the rest of the time in the flesh, no longer for the lust of men, but for the will of God. For the time is already, one more time, three. For the time already past is sufficient for you to have carried out the desire, the Gentiles, having pursued a course of sensuality, uh, lust, uh, pursued a course of sensuality, lust, drunkenness, carousing drinking parties and about idolatries. In other words, you're saying, hey, your you're, you're drinking days are done. You're carousing. You, okay, we'll admit, we did it. We've been there. But but once you have become a believer, 
those things are done. You can say, okay, it was my day in the sun, but I, I know a better way now. Uh, and you put it behind you and you strive to not desire that anymore. Uh, it's time to, it, it's past, it's past. You've already had that day in the sun and it's time to pursue a better course. Second uh, Peter 2.18, for speaking out arrogant words of vanity, they entice fleshly desires by sensuality of those who barely escape from those who live in error. In other words, if you're going to live by the world, if you're not going to fight uh, the spiritual warfare against the world, against your own self, against your own heart, you, you, you're going to barely get by and you the you get in by the skin of your teeth and smelling like smoke. <laughs> Something else some pastors refer to getting into heaven. Uh, but that's not what we want to do or what we're called to do. Second uh, Peter 3, 3. Um, know this, first of all, that in the last days, mockers will come with their mocking, following after their own lust. If you're going to follow Christ, you're going to be mocked. That's part of the spiritual warfare, spiritual warfare of your own desires. Uh, verse 4 goes on uh, and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all continues, just as it was from the beginning of creation. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, people live, they die, and things are still the same. Nothing's changed. Well, don't believe it. Uh because it's not true. Uh, in 1 John 2.15, um, do not love the world, nor the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Uh, verse 16, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the boastful pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. Um, the world is passing away, and also it's lust. But the one who does the will of God lives forever. You know, you can pamper the body, you can feed the body, but it's that's going to die. We only live this life once. But if you're doing the will of God, that is overcoming. That is doing the spiritual warfare against the world, doing the will of God. No. In Jude, uh, verses 16 and 18, these are grumblers finding fault, following after their own lusts. They speak arrogantly, flattering people for the sake of gaining an advantage. Uh, But you, beloved, ought to remember the words that were spoken beforehand by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. But they were saying to you in the last time there will be mockers following after their own ungodly lusts. Uh, now, there's a lot there. And that's only the first word <laughs> in this verse. Where is the spiritual warfare of the world? Right there. All those things. Uh, it goes on, uh, the verse goes on uh, from the the pleasures that wage war in your members. Um, it, what does it mean in your members? Uh, Romans 7, uh, 5 and verse 23 uh, puts it this way. While we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law 
were at work in the members of her body to bear fruit for death. Um, and then skipping down to 23, but I see a different law in the members of my body waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin, which is in my members. So uh, there's, again, uh, enforces what exactly that is when we talk about uh, spiritual warfare and the world. And our who's the biggest enemy? Uh, well, me, ourselves. Now, um, I'll go ahead and keep on reading here. But I, uh, the Galatians 5.17, For the flesh sets its desire against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things you please. Colossians 3, 5, Therefore consider the members of your earthly body as dead to uh, immorality, uh, evil passion, greed, which amounts to idolatry. Uh, um, well, that is where I'm going to stop right now because I've been going for quite some time, but there is we're only on the first verse. <laughs> so you can see what this is talking about. Uh, things you don't think about, but this is just one tip of the iceberg of spiritual warfare. And who is the enemy and what does it look like? Castle Rock Women's Health is a pro-women and pro-life clinic and ministry serving women of all ages and backgrounds in the community of Castle Rock, Colorado and the surrounding areas. Castle Rock Women's Health offers well-women care, prenatal care, extended postpartum care, licensed clinical Christian counseling, fertility awareness, hormone therapy, childbirth classes, STI testing and treatment, ultrasounds, and even the abortion pill reversal. Castle Rock Women's Health uses your generosity to offer services at little to no cost for many women in situations where insurance is not available. But Castle Rock Women's Health needs your help. To serve women better in the community, Castle Rock Women's Health is looking to move into a new office. Please consider a charitable donation to help Castle Rock Women's Health offer life-affirming care and reach more women with the love of Jesus Christ by going to givesendgo.com forward slash CRWH. That's givesendgo.com forward slash CRWH and be a blessing to women in need. For more information about Castle Rock Women's Health, please visit our website at crwomenshealth.com. Thank you so much. Ever wish you could get together with a friend over coffee each week and talk about God's Word? Me too. Hi, I'm Anthony Russo. I'm the host of Grace and Peace Radio. Grace and Peace Radio is a Christian living blog and podcast dedicated to engaging conversations about applying God's Word to everyday life. I hope you'll join me, Anthony Russo, on Grace and Peace Radio each week at graceandpeaceradio.com or right here on the ChristianPodcastCommunity.org. My name is Andy Olson, and I want to tell you about Echozoe Radio. Echozoe Radio is a podcast outreach of Echozoe Ministries. Every month I find a knowledgeable guest to talk about an important and interesting topic that affects the church today. 
We carefully balance the discussions of positive, God-glorifying doctrines of Orthodox Christianity from a mostly Reformed point of view with exposés of heresy, false teaching, and poor practice that goes on throughout the church today. You can find us at echozoe.com. That's E-C-H-O-Z-O-E.com. Okay, and there is the message. And I kind of dug in, and I spun my wheels a lot, and uh, looking at uh, these verses here in James uh, chapter 4, focusing really on just that one single verse about what is the source of conflicts. And really, uh, I hope I beat it to death, (laughs) where uh, it's a big part of it is our own self. It's all about me. It's all about what I want, the source that wages war in my own self, self-control, self-discipline. But, you know, I didn't really get into the, these other verses. For example, you lust and do not have, you commit murder, or you're envious. You don't obtain, uh, you don't have because you don't ask. I'm kind of paraphrasing that, crunching it down a little bit. Uh, but so what do you mean I commit murder, I have envious. What do you mean I don't ask? I ask all the time. Well, you ask because, oh, I'm sorry, you ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. Sometimes we do ask God to help us through a spiritual battle. We do ask God to help us through a spiritual tight spot. But what's our motive? Are we seeking our own pleasure? Uh, seeking our own pleasure in that, uh, we shouldn't. Uh, I mean, just to use a crazy example. Oh, uh, God, give me a brand new Learjet because I just really need it to fly all over the place. Well, that would be cool, but are we asking because it's going to glorify me, me, me? Uh, then we're asking for the wrong thing. Uh, verse four: You adulteresses. Wow, that's strong language. Don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility towards God? Being a friend to the world makes yourself an enemy to God. I paraphrase that one too a little bit. Uh, borrowing from the NASB, but uh, worldly spiritual warfare, it, it starts in the world. If you're a believer, you already have the Holy Spirit. You already uh, uh, treating Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And with that being the case, it doesn't exonerate you from being attacked by the Satan. And he's going to attack you by oh, lies and uh, temptation and temptations that are easy for us to give into because we love that thing. I just love to do that thing he's tempting me with. Uh, and just like Cain and Abel, we can throw it all to the wind and do what we want to do anyway. Uh, and so with that, uh, I just wonder at least cover those last uh, verses two to four on that uh, before getting it all the way out of here. And maybe it will come back and dig on to a few of those deeper, but they kind of, they just go along with uh, the main source uh, of spiritual warfare in the world is your own desire and how easy it is to cave into doing what you want to do and not what God wants you to do. But you know, uh, as believers, we always can uh, humble ourselves and and uh, throw that 
uh, matter at the feet of the cross and uh, and and just pray that either God takes the battle away from us or better yet, that thing I just love so much, take my desire away. Take my desire uh, off of that so that I can desire God all the more. And with that, I guess that's all there is to say <laughs> on the matter. And so uh, I will go ahead and uh, do this. This is your host, Keith, signing off, saying thanks for listening. I really uh, do appreciate it if you would tell a friend about us. And while you're out there, leave a rating and review. It is difficult for me to keep up on the various ratings and reviews and the platforms. So if you do that, do me a favor and just send me an email. You can send me an email directly. Um, to, through the web page, just click on the website, click on the contact page, and uh, type what you want and send it to me. There are some other ways so you can find us on the web and contact us and follow us. And for that, here comes Anthony Russo, who will tell you how to find us out there on the web. So take it away, Mr. Anthony Russo. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Visit life-truth.com where you can find all our shows. Now leave a message or call our voicemail number at 401-753-4844. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash life truth page. Follow us on Twitter at capital H, capital P, capital N, capital C, A-S-T. Everything Nathan Caldwell does can be found at facebook.com forward slash protectors of the book. Music in the show is used by permission of Kevin Zerby at zerbinator.wordpress.com. May the word of Christ dwell on you richly. May you find everything you need. And if you don't know Jesus, your greatest need is a savior. Thanks for listening.